Good morning. Welcome to Life Assembly Church. My name is Ben Anderson, and we are just so excited that you are joining us online today, this very special day. It's Mother's Day. Hi, Mom. And we're just psyched. We're psyched. We love uh, mothers, and we love the women uh, in our community and in our church and just all in this area. And we want to invite all of you, everybody who can hear me, to stop by this afternoon. We have from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m., a professional photographer here, and she's going to take a portrait of you and your family, whoever you got, throw them in the car, throw them in the minivan, get them down here, because there's also a special gift for moms. I've been told it's a surprise. I know what it is. I kind of want one. That's okay. It's not about me. Today's about mom. So just let us bless you that way and come on down. And speaking of blessing, we just thank you all so much for your continued generosity. We've received a lot of gifts online and through text message and even checks in the mail. So just thank you for that. It allows us to keep blessing our community and doing the things that we do. We're so thankful for that. I'm going to open today in prayer. We have a great uh, a message for you. And just talking about moms and talking about Jesus today. I mean, what could be better? But let's pray. Jesus, we bow our hearts before you, and we just thank you for all the moms watching. A special blessing, God, over them today. We pray that you come into our living rooms and just fill us with, with the joy of your Holy Spirit today as we celebrate. And, and just thank you. Thank you for being in our lives and being big in our lives and for blessing us with whatever we have to celebrate today whoever's been the mom in our lives. We just thank you, Lord, and we take your grace and God, just make it real. Make it personal today. In Jesus' name, amen. So join us. Good morning, everybody. We're so excited that you're joining us this morning. And we're just going to spend some time worshiping. But I just encourage you, if you want to move around your house, if you want to even just get up and walk, I encourage you to just engage right now. Even if you just lift up your hands, just hold out your hands. You can even just bow down or kneel down on the floor but maybe just find some movement right now where you can just move into a different space and just invite the Lord invite his presence into your homes Jesus we love you we're so thankful for all that you do for us Jesus we invite you into our hearts. God, we just fully surrender to you right now. We give you the things that have just been consuming our thoughts. We give you the things that we have been fearful of. God, things that we've been anxious about, we give it to you. Things that we don't have control of, we give it to you, Jesus. God, we surrender to you, Jesus. We just bow down in our hearts. Lord, we sit at your table. We 
with everything else going on around us, Jesus. This is how I fight my battles This is how I fight my battles Yes, this is how I fight my battles Praising you, Lord This is how I fight my battles
Hello, all. Welcome to Life Assembly Church once again. And uh, wow, thank you, uh, Ben, for sharing. And thank you, Callie, for leading us into worship and just a time of, of setting our hearts and our, our minds unto the Lord. And, you know, you may not know this, but we have had two people for the last number of weeks as we have been having to be fully online, but I just want to do a huge shout out to Ben, who uh, just shared announcements. We're like, dude, you need to share with us and just introduce yourself to the church and also... And to Kelsey for giving him the opportunity or yes. for giving him to us for, <laughs> for these hours that she, she has. Bless you. Yes, Kelsey. and John Murphy as well and all the work he's done. Thank you guys. You guys are amazing. So we uh, we know that uh, we need a team to, to do things and to do them well. So thank you so much. Uh, but we're also honoring our moms today. Um, happy Mother's Day. Thanks. To you. Thanks. He dressed up for Mother's Day. Mm -hmm. It was so good. Nice. I did too. You guys, this is like amazing for me. I've gone to color. This is good. My wardrobe is like 98% black. Sometimes and, a gray. Uh, yeah, a little bit. But here's the real deal. Um, my roots are punk rock, and punk is best rocked in black. So come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, um, <laughs> you know, in, in the comments below, um, if you just want to add something fun about your mom, uh, a wonderful memory of your mom or something like that, that would be awesome. We would love to see those and just uh, share those type of stories with you. I know yeah, for my mom. And share the joy yes, I mean, th this week I, I contacted my mom and um, I, I was asking for a recipe that's been gone through my family my whole childhood. And there's a, we used to eat these things. And she'll be mad at me for saying this, but. Frankly, they're cabbage rolls, but my family calls them hullups, and that's the only way that I knew them were hullups, but we end up finding out that there's no recipes for hullups because it's a, like a Ukrainian word, and so I was razzing my mom and having fun, and at one point she said that she disowned me. I mean, we had a great time, you know, messing around, but I love my mom so much, and uh, it's just like such a great time to honor our, our families right now. And so uh, for you moms, I, I know that you should be honored every day. We know this. Mm -hmm. uh, but for us, I just it's good to know that we can have a day that we say, hey, we see you. We see what you have done. We see all the work that you've put into things. And we just want to thank you and, yeah. and honor you above and beyond, right? So that's what I have. Cool. We have a very, very beautiful video um, of some of our L.A. kids <laughs> that dads have secretly videoed um, uh, their kids talking well, mostly, about. mostly. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's true. <laughs> Don't give away all the secrets. Anyway, some of our amazing L.A. kids have a little something to say about their moms. Enjoy. Enjoy. 
Alright girls, tell me what you love most about your mother. What I love most about my mother is that she's always there for me when I need her. great stuff. I can't say all of those things because she's so great. I like her food and she's the best. I love you because you cook for us. And I love my mom because she makes the best taco pie. I like how you feed us food and love us. Owen, what do you love most about mommy? How she washes the dishes so I don't have to do that. <laughs> no, what do you love most about mommy? Um, how mom, mom, mommy loves the dish, dishwashing. That, that's it? You guys like how mommy does chores? Mm -hmm. There's nothing else about mommy that you love? She's mommy! She works so hard for this house, and she's working hard for her baby brother. And I love you so much, and you're my favorite, and, and, and you're so cute. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Happy, Happy birthday. Mother's Day, Mommy. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day, Mom. I love huh? I love you wrong. I said it. Oh man, wasn't that great? Oh man, it's so cute to see those little kids mm -hmm. and talking about uh, how well you cook and all of the great things that you do, moms. And mm -hmm. so they love you and we love you too. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that was really a treasure. I love my mom. Um, I talk about my mom a lot in our church services and I just, she is a hero to me. Um, she has endured uh, life and she's done it with uh, a grit and fire and and she's just had victories that are um, magnificent and I want to be like her when I grow up I want to follow in her footsteps and I want to carry myself with the amount of grace that she does and just love as well as she does so that's cool. I have great yeah well I, I think about how much I've challenged my mom <laughs> um, so when, when my when my when I was younger, you know, my dad worked, my, my mom would do some things, um, and so she did daycare for a while, and I mean, I just remember, oh, my poor mother had to deal with me, um, you know, and I would have the choice between a spanking or timeout was kind of my consequence, and I would take the spanking because I was such an extrovert that I, I felt like if I missed anything, so that poor woman had to spank me all the time. I mean, I remember biting a kid in church. I remember just as a little kid, I saw this big chubby cheek, and I just bit it. My poor mom has to deal with a kid like that. Who does that? But here, here's a redeeming. I've ever heard. Of that. Oh, I remember you're, you're it was just biter. this plump, plump <laughs> cheek, you know. And <laughs> everything's falling into place <laughs> right now. And stop. <laughs> and so there was this moment where I'm in kindergarten, and I think it was Mrs. Brown. She was like one of my favorite teachers ever. She's just the best. And my mom was, they're supposed to have um, a parent-teacher conference. And my mom is hearing reports about me from Mrs. Brown. And my mom was absolutely convinced throughout the meeting that she had no idea who her son was. Because <laughs> apparently I was helping kids who dumped crayons on the floor. I was nice. I was courteous. I was kind. And my mom was absolutely convinced that this 
child that she was describing was not hers. And somehow, and so this is an encouragement for you moms out there. No, let's who, just read. Did she not just come home and cry? Yeah, she, she cried. My, <laughs> Sorry, mom, my mom cried like, this could be my son. And so I want to encourage you moms out there that sometimes what you're seeing at home, what you are instilling, it's going to take place, okay? And, and we're prophesying that right now to you. And it's yes. going to happen. But this work is hard. Parenting is hard work. It is. And so we just want to honor you. Your work has fruit, and you're going to have amazing children. Okay? And so. And you do have amazing children. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you do. But as parents, man, don't we want the, our kids, first and foremost, what we hope for in our kids is that they would obey, mm-hmm. right? Our, I remember when our kids were small, um, we had this saying that we always said to them where um, we still say it. Um, more than twice a week to our, our youngest one, probably. But um, we always would say, obedience brings reward, right? Mm-hmm. That's a good biblical truth to try to instill into your children. Yep. Obedience brings reward. And, um, and so when we got a dog, and of course, uh, every time the dog would obey, the dog would get rewarded. And, and, and I see now um, that that necessarily, that wasn't necessarily always the very best way to go about um, bringing uh, bringing obedience into our kids' lives because, um, you know, sometimes <laughs> obedience it doesn't get a re- you don't get a reward right away for obedience yeah. and and sometimes I feel like our uh, us and our kids we kind of miss that we miss that point mm-hmm. um, anyway so because people do the right thing people work hard and. And sometimes they feel like they're being punished for doing the right things or, or work like they, they're not rewarded in that way. Yeah. And or it doesn't come as fast as, as you'd want it to come, you know, and you just, you know, you keep thinking, but I'm, but I'm doing good, I'm obeying, I'm doing right, and why is this going wrong? And yeah. yeah and that leads us to where we're going today. And, yeah. we, and we are talking about out of season, Mary and Joseph. I know. They're like the OG of Mother's, Mother's Day, right? You know, when we when we were talking about how to how to go approach Mother's Day, you know, there's so many different routes to go, and um, like we talked about before, we really uh, have a, a value of of choosing to uh, honor and celebrate all women, God's creation of women, and 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 women who are mothers, both in the natural but also in the supernatural. And I believe so strongly in um, in in us being called to to supernaturally mother as, as women. I believe that of fathers as well, that mm-hmm. there's supernatural fathers. We see that in Malachi where, where um, I believe God's calling the hearts of, of men and, mm-hmm. and, the, and the children back together. Well, and, and one of the women who had the greatest impact in my life mm-hmm. never married and never had children, That's and great. that was my aunt, Aunt Didi. And, I mean, she's one of the most precious women in my life, and she had one of the greatest impacts in my life. And, and so, you know, when I, when I think of, (laughs) I think of spiritual mothers, I, I of course, think of my mom and grandparents and stuff, but, but my aunt Dee Dee was the closest in proximity. I could run to her home and it was always a safe place to me. And a place with Oreos. Yes. Lots of Oreos. (laughs) (laughs) That's so true. I love that. But anyway, back to Mary and Joseph, you know, um, I know we're out of season with them, but, uh, we, it's, it's such a profound um, picture of, of, you know, we've been talking about meanwhile, right? And, and faith in the meanwhile and, and holding on to hope in the meanwhile and not giving up in, in the meanwhile. And, um, you know, when in, in that conversation, 
And with Mother's Day, Mary's story is such an incredible story about obedience and, and holding on and the meanwhile of her obedience not bringing reward right away. Like it's hard. It brought straight chaos to her life, really, you know? And, mm-hmm. um, man, and so let's just, we, we're going to just go to the word. We're, we're going to start in Luke. Um, Luke, where, where we have this, this situation where Mary um, is, gets visited um, from the angel Gabriel. And I'm going to read it, and um, we're going we're gonna to talk about something really intriguing. Um, at the end of this conversation today, by the way, I know that, um, you'd be waiting with bated breath, but I'm going to share one of my life verses with you. So just get excited. Hang on. Hang on. Hold your horses. That's what my mom <clears> would <throat> say. Okay. So here we are in Luke chapter one and um, we're in verse 26. Okay. It says in the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Don't be afraid, Mary. You found favor with God. Woohoo! <laughs> right? <laughs> you will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus, and he will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever, and his kingdom will never end. And she said, How can this happen? I'm a virgin, right? And he said, the Holy Spirit will come over you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. And um, basically, Mary says, I am ever the Lord's servant. May your word to to me be fulfilled. I'll be obedient, she says. And then the angel left her. Now, I think that we always kind of dwell in this with this picture of Mary as kind of this meek and mild girl, young girl, you know, who with her big, wide, innocent eyes, she um, encountered this angel and she had some fear. And then, you know, the angel told her these wonders and then she just, you know, acquiesced because she's such a gentle spirit. And I want to just cast a little bit of a different light onto this woman, Mary, this young woman, because when this angel came to visit her, like, these things that he said to her are absolutely outrageous. Like, this is craziness, right? I mean, she's going to become pregnant. She's going to bear, like, Jesus, the, the Messiah. She, you know, it, it, it's, it's so out of control wild, right? But the fact that Mary took all, all of this information in and that she responded with, I will obey mm-hmm. whatever the Lord says yeah. I will do. My picture that I want to present to you of this woman, Mary, is is like, um, you know, I there's a strength there. There there's a fortitude. Um, I think of the scripture in Isaiah 50 that talks about um, that He will set my face like flint. I will set my face like flint. And I think that when we think about Mary, that that fierceness and that and that flint. Um, that maybe we should start bringing that picture into the conversation. I, I see in my mind's eye, you know, because I have a very imagination, 
like that that picture of a woman standing standing tall on a mountaintop or something, and and she's standing firm against the wind, and her hair is blowing back, and nothing's going to stop her, and she's she's pressing forward, and and she's standing strong. And so anyway, mm-hmm. I, when I think about this with Mary, and 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 she's going to become this mother of Jesus, and she she had a, a strength. Um, and I mean, what what really brings us in is the fact that she, in her obedience, yeah. in her in her strength, in her fortitude, like you're describing, it wasn't easy sailing from this point on, right? Yeah. I mean, at this point is when things got super hard. So in her obedience to God, in her saying yes to God, came the trials. Yeah. I mean, I mean, what kind of trials are you? I mean, that she went through. Right. I mean, the social outcast here, she's pregnant. She has not um, been with Joseph at this point. Right. Um, She's I mean, she ended up leaving and going with her sister Elizabeth, probably to remove herself from the the social pressure and the looks that she would be getting. I mean, this was I mean, obedience is hard. Mm -hmm. And she had to face Joseph, too. And, oh and tell him this Can whole story. Can you imagine story? that conversation? Like, yeah, I can't imagine that conversation. Well, and, and so I'll, I'll start with that. <clears throat> so you think about Joseph. I mean, the exact same thing. Hmm. Here, he's doing his best. He's working hard. He's, you know, made his, his 5, 10, 15-year plan. Hmm. And he has probably, you know, paid the dowry and has done all of these things. And now he is... Um, confronted by Mary with the fact that she's pregnant. And it says in Matthew... This by is, the Holy Spirit. Yes, by, by the <laughs> Holy Spirit. Thank you. Like it's not the a The Immaculate dude. Conception mm-hmm. is yeah. what it's called. Matthew 1, verse 19, it says, And her husband Joseph, being a just man and unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to divorce her quietly. That means that he had legal right to bring her like to court, mm-hmm. to potentially even have her stoned. He there there were rights that he had in this situation. But he set him aside. He was going to do it quietly because mm-hmm. he was a man of honor. And so and, and when you think mm-hmm. about this, I mean, this is the part that really gets me is that we read this and it feels like it's kind of like this really quick timeline happening, but there were probably weeks in between this time where Joseph was angry and he was mm-hmm. weeping and throwing things in anger and how dare she, you know, I mean, I'm not projecting what I would do, but that's probably what I would do. Right. <laughs> I mean, it would be, he is a fighter. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. hey, that, <laughs> was, <laughs> that was good. Okay. So anyway, uh, verse 20, but as he considered, um, these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife. For that which she conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. I mean, and and so here is this man who has been dealing with this for so long, trying to honor God and even to honor Mary in something that appeared to be, you know, very sinful. He did the right thing, and then he hears from God. Mm -hmm. And he responds. But again, this is another situation where now he is a a part of the social outcast. He is going to accept this woman. um, Yeah. And they both had a real tough decision to make. I mean, Mm -hmm. choosing obedience um, without reward. I mean, there was no reward in their immediate future. 
it, that obedience brought heartache. It brought pain and separation from probably friends and, and yeah. I mean, when, and, when you think about this, I mean, it, in their obedience, they had to flee to Egypt. I mean, yeah, does do you would you feel like you're in God's will if you had to flee like that? And and that reminds me of just a little portion of our story when we we were in a church in Eden Prairie. We love we love the church we are at, and and the Lord was stirring our hearts, and we um, you know came and we really felt like we were in the in the Lord's will, and He was directing us here. It was an exciting time. Our house sold without us listing it. We just mentioned it, and it was gone. I mean, it was yeah, so easy. Was so we, yeah, we had like the wind <laughs> at our backs and we're like, yeah. we're going to go conquer the world. We're so excited. Look at the Lord is with us. And, and it was so out of obedience because we were praying and praying and praying. And we, Just we, like Mary and Joseph. Yeah, we know. bought a house and we were so excited. We had, we had a truck. We had people there to help us. We had people from our new church came and dropped off gifts. I remember Elda came by. That was so sweet <laughs> and had the box of stuff. And in day one, we discovered that there had been mold that had been covered up in the house. Day one. Yeah, we stayed, undisclosed. Yeah, yeah. On, and, and it wasn't disclosed, and we were in the house for one night, and from a shower, it just the mold just started shooting through. And it was a, over a year-long process. We had to move out immediately. We kept being told it was going to go quickly, 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 and so don't get any permanent residence. And so we went to my sister's. We went to a hotel. <laughs> we went to another place. And by the end, by the time we're in the house, we're in now for almost two years we moved six times mm-hmm. in in a year and let me tell you something we we were being obedient we were doing the best that we could to be obedient mm. but wow was it hard i mean we we're like lord did, did did we hear wrong did you know was 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 there some oh, something wrong absolutely and and, and so mm-hmm. we, and I mean, we had a firm word from the lord we yes a promise and and it was just that act of of obedience that meanwhile was was not what we thought it was going to be. Yeah, and so my guess is that there's but some of you. But it's come right. I mean, the Lord has, has made I mean, a and, and miracle out of our situation too. Absolutely, just like He did in in our story today. But absolutely, and I mean, and for you too, I'm sure that you've noticed there's times in your life when you've been obedient and felt mm-hmm. like you were doing the right thing, that you found all of a sudden this push and this struggle. And I, I want to encourage you that if you heard from the Lord, if you feel like you're doing the right thing and you're getting pushback, yeah, it's hard, Mary. It was hard. Joseph, it was hard. I even, mean, I mean, even Simeon prophesied over. Mary. Yeah. So and, and thank you for reminding mm-hmm. me. So, I mean, Simeon um, says this in um, Luke chapter 2, um, I think it's verse 34, where he says that he prophesies and he, he looks at Mary and, and he said, and Simeon was a prophet that God had told him, you are going to, before you die, you are going to see the promise when you're going to see the Messiah. And, mm-hmm. and the Lord showed him Jesus when he was there to be circumcised. And as he's praying, he looks at Mary and he says, Mary, he is going to, he is going to cause all sorts of, of struggle in the nations. And he is going to pierce your side. He is going to, there is going to be pain that is going to be brought to you. And it says that Mary cherished these things that she was hearing. And, and so he, there was also in the promise of mm-hmm. their obedience, there was pain in it. There was. But it's not the only part, place in Scripture where we see where somebody chooses the, the path of following God and stays true to it and encounters um, just really challenging things. And in our natural mind, it doesn't feel right. It feels unjust. Yeah. It feels like, you know... Um, like 
what, you know, we almost want to shake a fist at God, right? I mean, how um, terrifying is that idea of us down here shaking our little fist at God, the God who created the heavens and the earth, but and we can get into that place and where we have that attitude of, like, this isn't, and, um, you know, I was, we were here for the National Day of Prayer on Thursday, and um, some of our awesome people came through to pray, and some people prayed at home, and um, it was pretty powerful, and I was reminded, one of our wonderful um, prayer warriors, Angie, was here, and I, you know, you've always heard when you, since you've been small, that, that if you grew up in the church, that sometimes God answers prayers with yes, and sometimes he answers prayers with um, no, and sometimes he answers prayers with later or maybe or whatever. And she just reaffirmed that uh, that that conversation. Like sometimes God's answer to a prayer for us is is no, or sometimes God's pathway looks differently than we expect it to. But God's will is always in play, and God's will will always happen. Mm-hmm. And His plan and His purpose never stops, even if our meanwhile is painful. Yeah. And you know, um, I think that that's something really that that. You went, you know, back to mothers and and Mother's Day, um, and just really understanding, celebrating uh, the women of God. I, I, there's no, you know, women. Yeah, you know, when we when you talk about scripture that says there's no greater love than to lay one's life down for somebody else. Um, man, women are we're really good at the sacrifice, aren't we? <laughs> like we sacrifice from day one. We sacrifice our bodies, you know. We sacrifice um, our sleep. We sacrifice our time. We sacrifice our emotions. We sacrifice everything um, so that we can parent and, and have these kids. And and um, you know that that whole journey can come with joy and it can come with heartbreak and um, and just to you know even just the beginning of the journey like the Mary moment where you have this promise of a child or you discover that you're pregnant with a child if I can just be pretty raw and real with you you know I know Dale shared a little bit with our church but you know when we have three children and um, when when I was pregnant with two of those kids um, doctors told me to abort them and uh, you know <laughs> With Liam, when I, he's our oldest son, and uh, when I was pregnant with him, you know, the doctors, they they would look at ultrasounds and and they would they would uh, give evaluations and and they would say to say to like these things that were that were really terrifying, and especially as young parents and um, a young parent to think, uh, you know, they told me that he would be born with a severe seizure disorder, that he would be. Um, perhaps he wouldn't be able to learn or walk or read or dribble a basketball or ever drive and and that he would be very challenging to parent and um, he he just you know that I would never want to have a child like that and that I should I should really take care of this pregnancy so that I could have a normal life and not um, and not have to sacrifice for um, a child that I could just you know and in, with Asher, you know, we were told that Asher was Down syndrome, um, and that that we were told by doctors, you know, the, the words that you would never want to have a Down's child. Um, it would be so disruptive to your life, and and you know when I just remember, you know, back to that picture of Mary that we talked about, and and just being obedient even when it may pierce your soul. Yeah. Um, and, and setting your face like flint. And I think as women, and these are just my examples of, of moments in my life, but as women, 
when, when you know, we are going to be faced with people are going to put things in front of us or our children aren't going aren't gonna to do what we thought they were going to do or our husbands aren't whatever. Um, you're awesome. But uh, anyway, but that idea that looking a doctor in the face, you know, I, there was a moment where, where I just set my face like flint and I had to, I had to look and, and I had to en- embrace that fierceness uh, of strength and, and, and say, I'm having this baby. I'm having this baby, you know, and I can't imagine how many times I said that to a doctor. Yeah. It's been a lot of times, but uh, I just think there's, you know, as as women and as moms, you know, I really want to call us to uh, that place of of strength and of uh, and of fierceness, um, and that we will stand in in, in obedience even when it pierces our soul. And, and that just brings me to one of my life verses that I really want to share with you guys. It's in, it's in um, Ephesians, actually. Uh, it's a pretty, pretty kids' ministry verse. Like, we always, um, there's songs about in kids' ministry. It's in this area of Scripture that talks about putting on the full armor of God. And um, it's, it's in where Jesus says, it's in Ephesians 6, and we have... Um, it's verse 13. Therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able, you may be able to stand your ground. And then after you've done everything else, you will stand. And I think that verse has carried me through. I think I probably learned it in kids' church, you know. But that verse has carried me through things in this life where, you know, where we, everything is going wrong. And I've done everything that I know how to do. I mean, I have prayed, I have fasted, you know, we have worked, you know, ourselves to the bone. We have done, you know, what we need to do. And it's still not going right. I'm being obedient. And, and, and I'm, I'm called by scripture to stand, you know, when there's no money in the bank. I'm calling you, and I called myself, to stand. You do everything that you can do when you stand, you know, when your kids are sick or when they aren't serving the Lord now and you feel like you've exhausted every single thing that you can. Mm-hmm. The, the word is truth, and we need to stand, you know. When you're, when you're feeling emotionally drained, especially right now in this time, um, and when you just don't know where to go, do everything that you know to do. But, man... The word says that we're called to stand. And I'm calling you as women and, and as mothers to embrace this and yeah. to set your face like flint and stand because we are called. Obedience is greater than sacrifice. You know, we're so good at sacrifice. And obviously, we're wonderfully obedient all the time. Aren't we? Um, and we try to raise our kids the best that we can and, and, and minister to those around us. Um, but even when in that mean in the meanwhile, yeah, when things seem like they're going um, every which way went up, you know, Mary, she did this and she stood even until she was standing at the foot of the cross, yeah, and watching her son, the promise, you know, be killed, and it just I can't even imagine being in that place where you know everything was wrong and and it wasn't the way it was supposed to be and. I don't think she had some secret knowledge that, oh, you know, uh, that uh, I don't know if she knew how it would turn yeah. out. It you was know? it was in but, those moments that the words of Simeon came true, that her yeah. she was pierced, you know, as Christ was pierced. And, you know, as as Jaina has just been sharing her heart here, mm-hmm. you know, 
we, we know that so many of you are doing your absolute best mm -hmm. and you are doing everything you know to do to be obedient. And, and we want to encourage you today that this is an encouragement to keep going. This is an encouragement to keep trusting the Lord and saying, you know what, I am, I am setting myself and like my forehead is like flint where I am, I am not going to be moved. And mm -hmm. that I, I believe that the Lord has, has put me here in this time and I have the strength and the Lord will give you the strength, um, to, to make it to the other side. And you will, mm -hmm. you know, you really, really will. So we are strong and mighty and fierce and stand, keep standing women. Yeah. So let me, let me pray as we um, close out today. And uh, we're really excited to see some of you in, in a little bit here, but let's yes. pray. Heavenly father. Wow. We're, we're so grateful for the women in our lives. We're mm -hmm. so thankful for um, moms and, and people who just shaped us, shaped me as, as a man shaped so many other mm -hmm. uh, men and the women in our lives, Lord Jesus. And right now um, I just want to pray for, um, people that are listening and a part of this that are really relating to this right now. Maybe their, their hearts are just, they're hearing this and saying, yes, I'm in one of these moments. I'm in one of the, I'm in this meanwhile of not knowing what to do or, or this, this moment of, of just feeling like they've done everything possible and, and they're still uh, having pushback. So, Lord, right now I pray that you speak to them. I pray that you you fill their hearts with your spirit and, and you begin to encourage and lift them up right now, Lord Jesus, just like you're, you're lifting us out of the, the miry clay, Lord. And so, Lord, we just uh, we thank you. We thank you for your people. We thank you for the opportunity to speak into people's lives. And, Lord, we ask that you meet them where they are Jesus. right now by your mm -hmm. spirit. And... Yeah, in Jesus' name, amen. 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 When we say amen, we mean we mean let it be. Lord, let it be. And so thank you for being a, just joining us today. Thank you for worshiping with us. And uh, we can't wait to see you next week. Happy Mother's Day. We love you, Mom. I love you, Mom. Love you too, Mom. <laughs>